Is it some devil that crawls inside of you? and listeners and new friends and old friends and familiar faces and unfriendly faces and all my favorite people in the world. How you doing? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Bad Etiquette Podcast. You guys miss me? I missed you. I haven't done a solo one in a fucking hot minute. I know I always say that when I haven't done a solo one, but it's usually because I start talking to a couple friends, I start getting social, start getting excited, I start fucking getting, I don't know, getting what? Getting popular? No. What? Just fucking... You know how sometimes you're just more in the mood for people? Past couple weeks I was just more in the mood for people. You know why? I think it was because I was going to jujitsu. I'm still going. Going tonight actually. But fucking good God. It's so easy to forget about all your responsibilities when you just get to fucking get the let out. I know... You guys are probably sick of hearing me say this shit. And I'm sick of not seeing anyone I know. Like, I don't know anyone that was a friend of mine before I started jujitsu that is now currently doing jujitsu. And I don't know why. I'm the only one I know. I started it a couple years ago, and I, I tell you what, no one else has. I've had a lot of people talk to me about it. I've had a lot of people ask me about it. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know how to put it to you any other way than I am fucking healthier. I lost like 13 pounds since starting jujitsu. I don't know how, how healthy that is, but when was the last time you did something and lost 13 pounds in a month? Suck my dick. Fucking stupid diets and shit. I got some coffee. Got some fucking fucking hazelnut shit in there i'm all cozy got my fucking candy corn halloween lights into my dark room sure it's 9 30 in the morning but i'm acting like it's 9 30 at night i work overnights so i gotta treat this like it's about to be bedtime i shouldn't even be recording this right now i should be deep in a fucking slumber of twisted dreams and christmas stress and anxiety oh <sighs> This is the been this has been the least Christmassy Christmas ever. This is it's December. It's December 23rd when I'm recording this. It doesn't feel it does not feel like Christmas in like any way shape or form. Like nothing feels like Christmas. I like it looked like there was some remnants of people that remember. It feels like Christmas is a holiday that a country beside us is celebrating. Christmas right now feels almost like the celebration in a like a county fair or something or like a fucking festival that's happening in a town you don't go to. You know about it because you heard about it. It's on the news. You go, oh, that's cool. But you're never going. You're not going. I know about it. It's not happening. Not for me. Uh, uh, It's for Hannah. Hannah doesn't wipe. You guys see that new episode of Mandalorian, Chapter 7? Jesus fucking Christ, balls, assholes. Jesus. Just when you think you're healthy and 
mentally stable and emotionally sound. They fucking fuck with you. Mandalorian. It also no. This is going to be a spoiler-free podcast, so don't worry. But I saw the rise of Skywalker, and I got to tell you, I'm so fucking balls deep in the Mandalorian. Watching the conclusion to the Skywalker saga after nine movies, I don't give a fucking shit. I don't give a shit about the rise of Skywalker. I fucking Mandalorian. I'm so fucking into it it's so much better not better but just like i'm on that story like i can't care about something that's happening so the mandalorian takes place about like five years before the character ray is born so it's between return of the jedi and the force awakens and like i'm i'm on that timeline that's the one i'm caring about and now i'm supposed to care about uh fucking the rise of skywalker I don't know. Maybe I'll do a fucking Rise of Skywalker bullshit fucking episode. Who knows? God. Oh, man. Do you ever know you need to talk about something and you can't? I've been trying so hard lately to, like, bring myself to just talk about the uncomfortable things. And I know that kind of seems like what I do anyways, but I think just because I'm momentarily crude doesn't necessarily mean that I'm really talking about the things that that are bothering me or bothering people. Dude, I spent a fuck ton of money. I had no... You know, this is partly why it didn't feel like Christmas is because I was so out of money, like dead on arrival with this fucking month like my paycheck was spoken for i had to get tires on my truck fucking i spent more money on tires than i spent on the whole truck so that'll tell you what kind of fuckery i'm dealing with but it put me back so much that like i was like hey everyone no presents okay we're just gonna be cute and say hey uh for christmas all i want is you (laughs) but none of that fucking Christmas list bullshit happened. None of that, like, like I literally had to sit down and like have a conversation and I think and like talk to Kylie and I was like, Hey, listen, I don't, I don't want like something specific. You're not getting a Christmas list for me. Like for real, just you see something makes you think of me, get me that. That's sweet. That's exactly what I want. Like they're like this. I tried to tell her, like, give her a recap of the gift of the Magi. And I know I don't know how that story goes. So I gave her like the shittiest version I possibly could have. And hopefully she understood where I was coming from. Like, hey, just to just fucking, you know, don't do something crazy for me. Just do, you know, just I just want like a sweet, nice, ex- maybe an exchange of like a thoughtful gift. Nothing specific i don't need the new ass guzzler 9000 or something but if they have that that'd be great (sighs) oh my god excuse me folks give me one second i need to get this one out oh my god might have to get kylie a fucking new boyfriend for christmas or as a mannerless piece of shit over here it is the bad etiquette podcast may i remind you folks is this too soft? Is this too, like, low for you people? Hmm? Hmm? 
Mm-hmm. Is that okay? I could turn it up a little. I could crank it up. <sighs> Man. You know what? Another thing about Christmas, how it hasn't felt like Christmas, I, there's so many, like, Christmas movies and Christmas TV shows, and I haven't watched any of those. I watched, like, part of The Grinch, which I watched that in July this year. Like, I'm I'm pretty Grinched up, as it is. I'm not a Grinch usually. I'm kind of a Grinch, but, like... I've watched enough Grinch. I don't even think it counts. I watched the Santa Claus. That was okay. That was good. Tim Allen. See, Christmas felt like it was like a month ago. Christmas feels like it already happened, but it didn't. What about Thanksgiving? I don't even remember Thanksgiving. I don't. Oh, yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Fucking. You know when people say Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays and there's like that big argument like, Oh, are you offended? Because I... Said Merry Christmas Like those fucking people I I like saying Happy holidays It's okay You know why? There's a lot of holidays It's awesome I don't even My family doesn't celebrate Christmas My family hasn't like Legit celebrated Christmas In like over a decade Like I don't Have A Christmas family Like we don't have a holiday family So when I say happy holidays It means Thanksgiving African American Friday Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa um, Festivus, New Year's Eve, and fucking New Year's Day. Happy holidays. That's all of those things. That's great. Is Yom Kippur in there? I have no idea. It, it's all of the fucking, all of the goddamn holidays. Happy holidays. It do, It's not because I'm afraid to offend someone because they're Jewish or they're Christian and they don't like the other one or they're Kwanzaakin. You know, I don't, I don't get it. It's just like I get to say one thing. It means everything. That's awesome. I just noticed there's like lights on my pillow. Like some of those, you know, I was saying I have those uh, candy corn lights. They're like string lights. They're like Christmas lights, but they're Halloween lights because, you know, as you know, I'm more of a Halloween person than a Christmas person. There's a Halloween special. This isn't the fucking Christmas special. Maybe it is, but God, I have no idea. I mentioned Festivus in there. Okay, the lights are on my pillow right now. That I'm worried about them catching on fire. I hope it doesn't happen. Anyways, Festivus. I've never even seen that episode of Seinfeld. I'm such a fucking fake fan. I have access to the entire Seinfeld disc discography, um, entire fucking series. It's on Hulu, right? Yeah, I could watch any episode at any time, all the time. And I don't. I could watch it on my phone. Anywhere. I'd be watching it while I'm driving, hitting people, but I don't. I watch the road and I hit people like a fucking American. I don't know why I'm drinking coffee. I need to go to sleep. I like, this is like my own personal horrible radio show. I like it. Like, when you think about it, like, some radio shows, not I'm not talking about, like, morning radio shows, those gross things, morning zoo bullshit. I'm talking about, like, AM radio bunker fucking, like, weirdo. Like, you're listening at 1 a.m. and they're talking about strange, creepy, weird fucking things. That's what this feels like right now. 
That's what this kind of feels like. Just a little bit. I'm in a completely darkened room with only Halloween lights illuminating the walls and my strange posters and shit. You know, I had a conversation, speaking of myself, um, I had a conversation with Kylie recently and I kind of had to acknowledge, like, I've just been such a fucking selfish asshole lately. She looks at me, she's lately? I'm like, oh, hey, no, stop. Um... (laughs) She didn't say that, but yeah, no, I was just like, I think I've been a selfish asshole lately. I think I've been so self-involved, head up my own ass, worried about what I'm doing. And I still manage to do only things that serve me and not other people. And I just, I don't know how to fucking not do it. I'm super bad about doing that shit. I don't know. Like Christmas, Christmas is one of the time where it's like my time to shine. I can be completely in like selfless and I go buy people a bunch of cool shit get them all stoked and dude I still like I went Christmas shopping for people and all I could do is just look at stuff for myself most of the time it was horrible (sighs) went Christmas shopping with my friend Aiden bad etiquette podcast alumni he's been on a couple times that was fun it was cool. Made me kind of sad. It was his last day in California. His last night, whatever. Last time before he drove on back to Washington, where he moved to, moved back to. He's from Washington, folks. I don't know if you guys ever listened to those episodes or we ever talked about it, but he's a Washington person. He was complaining. He's like, oh, of course, when I leave, it's going to start raining here. He loves the rain. He's a rain. He's a rainy boy. Washington weather but anyways I I dropped him off and I said bye and I mind you I've been just between us folks and no one uh that he's related to that listens to this um fucking I bought him cigarettes for like over a year I met him in August 2018 I think and I I said, hey, man, how you doing? Whatever. We both worked at Starbucks, usual introduction. And I think we just got to talking about, like, for some reason he brought up the smoking age. And I was like, oh, yeah, that sucks. If you ever need cigarettes, let me know. I'll go get you some. And he did every week for a year. I bought him cigarettes so many times that I developed, like, a friendship and relationship with the people at the gas station by my house where I bought the cigarettes. And, like, they all think I smoke this brand of fucking cigarettes it's hilarious and now i'll never go see them i have no i almost want to go buy those cigarettes just to like say hi or like i feel like if i go in there and i don't get cigarettes they they're suspicious Uh, just broke the law for a fucking year and a half it's my buddy it's my friend but anyways i said glad i could get you cigarettes and gave him a hug and said bye and left and I'd be lying if I said I didn't want to cry it's really difficult to cry I don't know why but it's not hard to want to cry that's for sure it's very different some people can cry easily and they don't want to cry I don't get it I have feelings in me that need to get out too I would like them to get out sometimes I don't know how to get them out they're kind of cemented in 
place, turning into little ulcers and whatnot. It's sad. When's the last time you said bye to a friend? When's the last time you were with someone and thought, oh, I may never see you again. See you later. And like, you you know, ugh, fucks me up, man. Hope he got there safely. I don't know if he's there yet. It's a long drive, California to Washington. I know it's only two states away, but it's like fucking fat, like the coastline's like, it's from like San Diego to like Seattle is like as long north as it is from like here to Tennessee. That's crazy, right? That's fucking long. I've never even seen that much California. I wonder if it's a beautiful drive. <sighs> Anyways, didn't mean to bore you with my feelings. That could be the name of the show, Bore You With My Feelings with Dallas Bronten. That could be the whole show. We don't even have any guests on. She'd be like, hey, guess what? This week, someone cut me off in traffic, and I still have a temper. Like, ugh. I want to have some more more people that have been on return, have them back on. I tell every, almost, virtually everyone, like, hey, this is great. Let's do it again sometime. If you guys have been on and want to return, like, by all means, come on over. Especially if you live in town. It's super easy. Just be like, hey, yo. Uh, Want to record a podcast next week or something? I'm like, ah, fucking A. Let's go. I'm not desperate for guests. I'm just lazy when it comes to guests. You know what I mean? I have a list of people. I have a, I have a list. Some of them are dead. Some of them are fictional characters. But I'll have them on eventually. You know another conversation I had with Kylie? I, uh, she, she told me, well, I don't even remember what conversation was about, but she used this phrase, and then she repeated it again last night, um, that I'm not brand friendly, which is so a fucking true statement and also like a, a horrible real, realization. No corporate sponsorships coming my way no uh podcast sponsors you know fucking ringing off the hook here but it's true i'm so not brand friendly my instagram username's been a fucking sexual innuendo for like six or seven years um i say cunt a lot i fucking ugh I say cancelable things on this podcast very frequently. Many episodes. First couple episodes. Two episodes in, three episodes in, four episodes, whatever. Fucking two episodes ago. It's crazy. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to fucking... I'm sure someone's just like turning this off, burping. I'm only 20 minutes in? Jesus. Excuse me. You know who I need to have on? I know who I need to have on. I don't need to tell you. Um, fuck, man. Is everyone still butthurt about Greta um, Thunberg being time person of the year or whatever? I was kind of like peeved because I was like, who the fuck? You can't just come in late in the late in the year and be like, hey, look at me. And get a fucking cover of the magazine. But then again, I wasn't in the running, was I? So it's really an irrelevant criticism. But um, 
God, like how little does that matter to people? Or, I mean, I obviously it matters a lot to people, but how little does it really matter to me? Very little. It's super insignificant. You know who the time person of the year was last year? I, I don't fucking know. I didn't care last year either. It's just something to be out. I am so guilty of being outraged by things that don't fucking matter and then also being like mad at people for being outraged by things that don't fucking matter. It's just uh, such a hypocrite. There's so much hypocrisy going around. And I don't behave like I have never been a hypocrite. But there's a lot of people that criticize hypocrisy. And I'm just like, so what? You're a hypocrite. There there you go. So is everyone. The end. Like, there's no rule about it. There's no law. It's just an empty criticism sometimes. How many times do I contradict myself on here? A pretty frequently. I'm a flip-flopper, a fence-sitter, a fucking centrist, a fucking whatever. Whatever the fuck, say things this way, say things the other way. I offend someone, I'm overly sensitive to people, I'm fucking too sensitive myself, or I'm insensitive. Who cares? I don't give a shit. Like, literally, I don't know what the fuck that little cunt is doing. I don't care. She's fine. She's not bothering me. Memes are funny. I had an I had another conversation with Kylie. I really should have Kylie on the podcast so we just kind of rehash these conversations for other people's lis- uh, listening pleasure. But um, she was like, I can't I can't tell what you're being serious about on like when you share stuff on Facebook or not. And I'm like, lady, me neither. A lot of it's just a joke. Like if I like the things I actually write myself and post, whether it be on Facebook or Instagram or. I don't really tweet that much, but like anywhere like that, like if I'm writing it myself, like I wrote it, posted it, there's no other anything. What are the, it's not a post that I was, that I shared. It's not a meme, nothing like that. It's not a headline. It's not a fucking Buzzfeed article. Like those things are so much less inflammatory than everything else that I share. It's like, I didn't even make this thing. Someone else did. So I thought it was funny and, you know, edgy. So I shared it. That's it. Like, aha, that's a fucking hot take. Zing, zang, zoom, share. Less people coming to my Christmas party next year. Da-ha. That's all there is to it. It's fucking all there is to it. Speaking of, fucking thank you to all the people that uh, came out Friday night for the comedy show. Meant a lot. Also, I really appreciate the 0% of the people who said they were going to show up actually showed up. Very awesome. Glad you didn't see me bomb. It was embarrassing. I could have done a lot better. I only did new material. I realized like I only did new material and it was a perfect crowd to do old, like my stuff I had already written, like older stuff that I had used because no one had seen it before. And if they had, I don't really give a fuck, but ugh, damn, that was a hard pill to swallow. You think like when you do something like it, I can't even, this is like my first bomb. My first like eating dick on stage. My first like <sighs> gross feeling. I was like getting heckled by people. I was like, Ugh, I don't have the focus to even like re-attack you back. You know, when, you know, when like someone says some shit to you and you're like, yeah, you whatever. And then like you 
think of the perfect retort after the situation's already over. You're like, fuck, God damn it. I should have said that. I should have used that. Is there no, like, that's how that entire night felt. I felt like I was like, why didn't I just do this? Why didn't I just do that? Oh, I could have just done that. Oh, I could have just done this. Oh, why didn't I do that? Holy shit. I was so like method about it. I was like, okay, I need to go up there. I need to have my stool. I need to have my fucking notes there. I need to have my the microphone out of the stand. I need to have it in my left hand. Ba-da-da-da. I fucked it up. I just in my own head about it. I should have just went up, told some fucking stories, and made some jokes along the way. Oh, nothing like a good woman to tell you how bad you are. I really appreciate Kylie. She fucking... She's like, hey. Just like that. She told me. She told me. She was like, whatever. I don't even know what she told me. I know what she told me, but I don't know how to put it into words. I don't know how to rephrase it for you folks. There's a whole lot of conversation about, or a whole lot of me telling you about conversations that happened and not really telling you what the gist of it was. So I apologize. Maybe not. Um, I, I do better doing one thing and I did the other, but I'm, you know what? I'm still very happy. Cause like, it was like, it's like a badge of honor. You know, when you like go through something, you know, like it's like a skateboarder getting like a skinned knee or the first time you like break a board, you're like, fuck yeah. Or like when you're in jujitsu and you get mat burn and you're like, ah, it stings so bad in the fucking shower or you get a cauliflower ear or something. You're like, ah, yeah. And you come home, you're like fucking all tore up, got like these weird scratches and bruises on you. Dude, these are the only three things I do. I'm very sorry, guys. Uh, uh, excuse me. Like, it was just, you know, it may suck, it may sting, and it may burn, it may hurt a little, and might fucking inconvenience me and make me, you know, whatever, but damn if it isn't a fucking badge of honor. Feels great. This guy, Cam Ritt, Cameron Ritt carried the show god bless him he did two sets i did two sets that was fun the second set went so much better it was just it wasn't even a set it was like i told a story that worked from the first show my first time doing it and that was great and that was like one of the earliest jokes i've ever written it was fantastic because it, it was real it was rooted in reality and it was real thoughts i'd had and i just fucking put her down Ugh. Thank you for joining me on this comedy journey, folks. <sighs> yeah, it was weird. It was like, it was outside. It's in the middle of December. I know it's California, but it's still fucking chilly. There's heat lamps and like fire, but people are grumpy. They're like, you better tell me some funny shit. I've never been around people that like I felt were grumpy before anything started. It's like they didn't want to have to be there, but there was a lot of them there. It's kind of strange. I don't know. I recognize some of the people that I used to make drinks for at Starbucks. And I was like, what the fuck? I'd never seen, like, I hadn't seen them outside of Starbucks before. And I was like, who are these people? I recognize these fucking people. It's weird. Saw some old familiar faces. Saw some faces I didn't want to see. Saw some faces that no one wanted to see, but came out anyway. I like those people. Bold uggos. Make the show go well. I don't know if they do, but I mean, that's not, there's no proof because the show was kind of, first half wasn't so good. It was nice. Did like, there was like a after the show show, like all the like 
square people left and then there was like a whole nother show after it was so good me and Cameron did more sets Tim Pagan did like his own fucking just just winged it he should he's he's gonna be like a good MC I, I can't wait to do more shows with him and have him do some like time in in between the sets that's really what's needed important buffer if someone bombs he can get the, that bad taste out of our mouths and then you know, someone like me could go up and hopefully not bomb as badly. It like it didn't. Even, I know someone. I can hear someone be like, "Oh no, it wasn't bad. You did fine." But like, I can still. Like when you do something poorly, like not up to your own standards, you know, you don't need. No matter what anyone else says, you're just like, "Ugh, thanks, but no thanks." I know how I did or didn't do. That's how I feel. That's how I felt. That's how I am. It literally, it burned so bad. It tasted so bad. The fucking feeling. Such a, put such a bad taste in your mouth. Like I wasn't, I didn't have an anxiety attack. I wasn't like panicking like afterwards or anything. I didn't have that feeling. It was literally just like so disappointed in myself. Could have been so much better. It, I literally... The way I felt was like, I never want to say anything remotely humorous or try to be funny or make a joke ever again. For about 24 hours, I felt that. <sighs> it was nasty. Ugh, it sucks. I went to jujitsu earlier that day and I had like a, a great open mat session or whatever. It was fucking awesome. And I thought I was like, damn, today's going real well. I, I, you know, when you listen to like the perfect music on your way to do something and you're like, hell yeah, life's awesome. Life's going to be sweet. This is sick. I'm in a movie. I'm the main character. Things are going great. This is the montage. That's how I felt like all day. And then I got like really tired and sleepy. I took this horrible nap and I was, I had like stress dreams and I like woke up from it. Ugh. I had like a million and one excuses for everything that threw me off. But, I mean, in the end, you really only blame yourself. You really only blame myself. So, honestly, thank you to everyone listening to this that didn't come to the comedy show. I'm glad you didn't have to see me and kind of embarrass myself. It sucks. You know? Nothing, nothing to dry up a fucking audience's pussies like me eating a fucking dry cock on stage, huh? I mean, I should be used to, like, people not showing up to things when they say they're going to show up to things. Because I've been to a lot of hardcore shows around here. A lot of, like, local music scene venue type bullshit. I'm used to it. People RSVP for no reason and just lie to your face and just go, yeah, I'm not going to go. There's some, like, weird pressure about, like, saying you're going to do something and then actually having to follow through with it. You know what I do? If I want to go to something, I keep it to myself. Then if I go, I go. If I don't go, no one can be, no one's none the wiser for me not going. Maybe there should be an, is there an event page? That's a thing. I don't know if there was an event page for it. We should have made an event page. I don't remember if there was an event page for it. I shared the image a lot. I don't know if that helped. Oh, two of the performers got strep throat too. The show is going to be very different. I'm, I'm telling you right now. It, it was made to be very different. And then, fucking sure enough, it was 
it didn't go as planned and it was, you know, this or that. I'll have Tim, I'll have Tim on soon. We can talk about it because he, he did a good job himself. I'm, 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 he, he, like, these are his shows and it's really, it really shows. It's really cool. I like, he's coming into his own as a promoter and like, he's a young man and it's really interesting to see how that happens. Like, yeah, glad to be a part of it. Shit. I mean, I literally have like a built-in friendship of like the guy who promotes shows and just puts me on the show and I get to tell like fucking dick jokes and vaguely racial humor. Come on. How cool is that? <sighs> sorry this episode came out when it did. I promise. Oh, sorry. Uh, promise. Promises are never kept in the world of a fucking grimy boy like me. I, t- I told J-Lo, I was like, hey man, I'm gonna have an episode for you probably Monday or Tuesday, be ready! And it's f- Monday the week after that that I'm recording this. What a lion piece of shit. Ugh. I went to Target, bought a bunch of like presents for people, and I thought they were small enough, and I thought I wasn't indulging too much, and good God, dude, I fucking like... Presents hurt. Money hurts. Ugh. I'd rather someone be disappointed in me than have so much less money. I went and checked my bank account afterwards. Ugh. I almost fainted right then. I think I'd so I'd also I'd rather bomb on stage than l- fucking lose money like that. Money just go vanish like that. Ugh. I'm so fucking stingy with money now. I think it's just because I've like I've been poor for so long. Like when I have money and it goes to places, I'm like, oh no, that was horrible. Why did it go there? Why did it happen? Why did it do that? No money. I'll come back. I love you. <sighs> I literally like I have so much shit around me that I could sell too. I should just be selling this shit. I don't know how to sell things online. Like I'm stupid and I'm lazy. It's my biggest fucking problem. You know that old that quote was that quote from Animal House. He's like, fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. And I'm like, fuck, man, I'm fat, sober, and stupid right now. I wish I was drunk. That would make things a lot better. That's another thing. Um, I didn't have anything to drink before I went on stage. And fuck, dude, uh, nervous. So much more nervous I was than I was the first time. Fucking no alcohol in me whatsoever. Nothing to take the edge off. I still don't know what that means, but fuck if I didn't need it. Take the edge off. Ugh. Nice big glass of beer to fucking keep your bubbly guts in check and keep your fucking... Put some lead in your pencil. Get your fucking chest hair a little extra wirier. Wiry. Whatever. Fucking lay it on. Ugh. I should have had a drink. But I'm not drinking. Should have had one. Could have had one. But then I wouldn't have learned anything. That's another thing. Is I acknowledge the fact that I wasn't drinking. And I thought to myself. Just don't. Anyways. Like don't drink. Because you need to know what it's like to do this sober. And to do it sober is a fucking disaster apparently. So that's what I learned. Uh, also fucking. You, when you're sober enough to learn what how this went. How that went. Whatever. Whatever. It's a good thing. 
God, the first one went so much differently. It's so funny. Ah, oh, I could, I'm still right. Sucking the second time makes the first time like even prettier. You know, I'm sure a lot of people felt this way and I don't agree with this, but I'm just going to use it as a metaphor. But like the force awakens was pretty fucking good. And then you saw The Last Jedi and you're like, oh, this is gross. The Force Awakens was so much better. I don't agree with that. I love The Last Jedi. I think that movie's like one of the standouts of the fucking whole saga. I love that fucking movie. Like it's that's like top five for me. But god damn fucking. Oh, I just had my empire. The fucking empire of sucking striked back on my ass. Oh. Empire unfunny struck back. Not even saying I wasn't funny, but damn, I just, I need better stage presence. I should have just spoke better. You know when you fucking, I got so in my own head and I wrote more jokey jokes. I tried to like set up like premise punchline tag and it was just kind of a disaster. Like it wasn't very good. But I wanted to do it. I got so fucking wrapped up in joke writing and like writing jokes and wanting to like create something. You know what it was? was Fucking watching too much Mark Norman, that sexy son of a bitch. He's going to be one of the greatest, greatest comedians of all time, if not the greatest, like in 10 years time. No doubt about it. But Jesus ass in Christ balls. Why would I even remotely try to live up to that in any way, shape or form? trying to tell jokes, trying to fucking get off. Yeah, I don't know what you guys do, whether it's something artistic, but I know you guys have like people you look up to. Do you think wh- that fucks me up so much when I think, oh man, I want to skate like John Dixon today and I go out and I fucking can't even skate like Dallas Bronson because I suck so bad. I'm stuck in my own head thinking I could skate like someone who's way better than me. And then I notice the shit I do sucks. You just need to be yourself. That's what I needed to do. I just needed to be myself. Remember that conversation I said I had about me being a selfish asshole only talking about myself and only fucking blah, blah, blah. Ooh. Mm. Ugh. Yeah. Honestly, thank you guys again. Everyone who stayed for the second set and everything and like stayed like late into the night and later and watched the better parts. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. And if you left early, fuck you, pussy. You missed the good stuff. It was a good show. Ooh, is it raining outside? God, I love the rain. It's a perfect excuse not to go skate. It's amazing. Hey, Dallas, how's that skate video coming along? I don't know. It's raining. Do you have an indoor facility for me? I'm not Pat Duffy. I'm not doing rails in the rain. little inside baseball for you for skateboarders jesus this 40 minutes kind of fucking rolled by just bitching not even bitching bitching just kind of like nagging at you taking some nice pulls of a coffee and a green tea this is the life (sighs) i love it I love it. This is part of it. I I told myself I would do this. I told myself, like, hey, you're gonna bomb. Just fucking... I jinxed myself. Well, it was like two or three episodes ago. I was like, I think like the first time's good. Second time, you bomb. And fuck. You know? 
even if you do something well to other people, you know deep down when you fucked up. I know I'm just repeating that and like, I'm just process. This is me processing it. You guys are going along with me. This fucking uh, quote unquote journey. (laughs) Is it really a journey or am I just being a fuck up and you guys are along for the vicious fucking cycle? (sighs) You you could call anything a journey and it makes it sound better. You know, you can. Oh, uh, yeah, that was quite the journey I went on in my mid 20s when I was addicted to heroin and murdered my girlfriend and got off on manslaughter charges and did some time and now here I am like anything could be called a journey that's a fucking you know bam it's that easy just call something a journey oh man I was really it was quite a time when I was completely self-involved telling dick jokes to cunty locals at my fucking local bar and they were pissing me off and it's part of my journey, man. Like, <laughs> and I had a podcast <laughs> where I said things that uh, people get kicked off Twitter for. <laughs> it's my journey, part of my beautiful journey. <laughs> man. You know what I did? I got my niece's harmonicas for Christmas. I told my mom, she's like, oh my God, son, your sister's going to hate you. And I was like, oh my God, mom. That's why I got them harmonicas. You know what? And I thought of a whole nother thing to do. My niece has been bugging the hell out of me every time she sees me with my new iPhone 11. Sorry, I didn't mean to fucking humble brag that in there. But I got I got the new iPhone because I work hard and I deserve it and I love myself. Um, self-involved, self-shassle, remember? And I thought, oh my God, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put the fucking harmonica in my iphone 11 box because it's just sitting here and that way (laughs) not having a dad's or fucking not fucking (laughs) fuck that up um that's a wonder why i bombed huh um and she's gonna open the box she's gonna have no iphone 11 torture just absolutely destroy this 10 11 year old's feelings thinking she's gotten a new iphone 11 nothing in there but a fucking harmonica here go get a hobby get the fuck off phones 10 11 years old wanting an iphone get the fuck out of my face i i didn't eat like i can't believe what what was the generation before's like thing that the young kids got like what what did i get when i was or what did i want when i was that young that people were like wow what the fuck like is it i think it was the tv in my bedroom like come like you know 2003 2000 like that's when i was like a kid and like oh like i want a tv in my room and i got my own tv in my room it was like a hand-me-down like a little like 12 i still i think i still have it to this day i think it might be in my fucking closet anyways um it's like this tiny it's like this tiny TV. It's like no bigger than like a fucking like a a crate, you know, like a milk crate or something. It's like that big box. And I think like kids were like, "Oh, TV in the bedroom. I fucking didn't have a TV on my own TV till I was 30 and I lived on my own and I fucking was dodging rape allegations. Like people fucking don't even have TVs until a certain age and then like now it's like I had a cell phone. 
at one point I finally got a cell phone and it took a while, but I didn't get like a cool phone. I didn't get like, I didn't have a smartphone until 2015. I didn't have like a real life smartphone until four years ago, four or five years ago. At least I don't think so. I guess I had that galaxy phone. What even is a fucking smartphone? I had the galaxy that like flipped up and you had like the keyboard and the touchscreen. It was like the first galaxy, I think. Imagine if someone's like, I had I had an iPhone 1. It's like the equivalent, right? Something like that? I don't know. <sighs> Fucking niece wants an iPhone 11. She's going to get a box. It's going to have... The, it's going to be the iPhone 11 box. <laughs> She's going to open it. It's going to be a fucking harmonica. Not going to have a phone. It's going to suck. And I'm going to be like, wow, no phone and no dad. Your Christmas sucks. <sighs> Poor kid. I can't do that to her. So I was telling my sister about it. And I was like, oh, my God, you know what I was thinking of doing? <laughs> Putting the iPhone uh, box in the harmonica. And she's like, oh, my God. I didn't. Obviously, I didn't tell my sister that I was getting her a harmonica because my sister would all be preemptively mad. But. Oh, that's fucked up. It's fucked up. My sister was so excited. She's like, oh, yeah, give me the box. I'll fucking do it. I was like, Jesus Christ, Tosh. She's all fucking ready to break her daughter's heart again. I'm like, okay, Jesus, okay. She's like, yeah, I'm going to film it. It'll go viral. I'm like, Jesus, gee, Christ. So naturally, that's what I'm going to do is give her the iPhone box, put something in it. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. Can't wait. Finishing up these drinks, finishing up this podcast. Anything else I need to talk about right now? No, I got my bombing shit off my chest. I still don't know what Festivus is. I'm not brand friendly. Christmas shopping, all that bullshit. My nieces, whatever. Hmm. It's been a crazy year. I mean, the the first year of Bad Etiquette Podcast officially doesn't end until January 31st because that's when this podcast really started, but... This time last year, I was just figuring this shit out. I was just making the email and the social media accounts, and they were blank, and I had no logo, and I didn't even know if I was really going to name it. The Bad Etiquette Podcast. My brother got me a Christmas present, but it was early, and it was the, the aux microphone, the aux cord microphone that I could just plug into my phone or my laptop. I don't even think I bought the laptop yet. And then I eventually got this, and I had to set it all up, and I learned what a recording software is, and a short time after, uh, J-Lo reached out to me and fucking wanted to help produce this show and engineer the sound, and that's the beautiful noises you hear beginning, middle, and end when I'm not saying the C word. Fucking, this is crazy. I can't wait to have him on so we could talk about this, but... This is, I don't even know what I'd be doing in life if I didn't have this podcast. It's given me such a responsibility, given me like a new reward system, given me an outlet to express myself, given me this great way to have conversation with people I usually wouldn't sit down and have long conversations with. That's the biggest cool thing. Like when's the last time you sat down with someone you kind of know or don't know whatsoever and had a three hour conversation? Just get to know these people. It's really cathartic too when you get to express yourself and make someone like laugh or th- give them new perspective and think about things and they do the same to you. <sighs> I 
I went through it's it's been a crazy year. This has been the longest year of my life. That's what it feels like. It's been the longest and the shortest. I lost one of my longest childhood friends in January before the podcast even started. And I was processing that when this whole thing began and helped me reconnect with a lot of my old childhood friends that I wanted in my life and I wasn't having. And now I have this whole like routine of going down to San Diego and hanging out at their apartment and fucking kicking in, going skating. And it's beautiful. This is awesome. I had a great time last time. Oh, the, the pieces of, uh, I don't even know how to phrase it. There's an old Ernest Hemingway quote. I'm going to look it up. Bear with me here. I was going to try to say it myself and fucking butcher it. I'm getting all sentimental here. Hold on. What I say? Ernest Hemingway? You know I've never read a whole Ernest Hemingway book. I'm such a poser. Fucking, he would murder people today. Ernest Hemingway. Shattered pieces quote. Is that what it is? The world breaks everyone, and afterward, many are strong at the broken places. That's kind of. It's kind of what it's kind of what the quote is that I was looking for. Vaguely, the world breaks everyone, and afterward, many are strong at the broken places. But those that will not break, it kills. It kills the very good and the very gentle and the very brave impartially. If you are none of these, you can be sure it will kill you too. But there will be no special hurry. Ernest Hemingway, A Farewell to Arms. I don't know if that made any sense, but that's the quote that came into mind when I thought about this year. (sighs) Many people are stronger in the broken pieces. I think I've become stronger after having a few pieces of my heart broken over these past few years. And I think I'm stronger because I have you guys, and I hope that this has given you guys strength in some way, shape, or form. And I hope listening to my fucking pedantic, ignorant struggle of self-pity and involvement helps you deal with your shit. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy Holidays. This is the Bad Etiquette Podcast. Where the fuck are you? Where the fuck are you?